Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 770. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. I'm continuing on in the uh, book of Revelation. And I believe we're in chapter, what, 18, 17? 17. 17 here. I'm just uh, do a little bit more, or uh, just a little uh, refreshing on chapter 16. And um, I have uh, songs and uh, letters. But right now, let's pray. Father, I thank and praise your wonderful name. Let's, uh, I pray that you will continue anointing me because without your spirit, there's nothing that can be done so far as winning souls. And that's why you called us to salvation, not to go to church and clap our hands and sing songs and uh, just talk, but you called us to do a work. And there's so many false prophets in the world today that are saying that we don't really need to work. But you say, and you're the boss, you're the great God Almighty, you're the one that says that you're going to judge us by the works we've done. And if we don't have any works, we are unprofitable servants and we cannot go to heaven. So, Lord, I pray that you'll get that point across to a bunch of defiant people. There's going to be a noisome, grievous sore upon all the people that believe that way because they don't really believe you. They believe uh, in the beast. They've taken the mark of the beast. Uh, The beast has implanted uh, his name in their hearts, and soon they'll be taking the mark of the beast on their right hand or their forehead. And therefore, it's very important for us to listen to these words in chapter 16 and 17 and to um, take them into our heart and then uh, do. Uh, you, uh, told, you're telling us what to do. Your word, the Bible, which is God, tells us what to do, and then you expect us to do it. We can't sit idle. Or we can't say, well, I don't feel the Lord moving on me now uh, to do something. I, uh, you have to, we have to do whether we feel you doing it or not because we have to have faith in your word. Your word instructs every single one of us to be involved in bringing forth eternal life in human beings. And so I pray, Lord, that this point will become very clear to the listening audience uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, we're supposed to resist Satan, to fight him, actually, and to tear down all, with the word of God, all the secular thinking, because secular thinking is not of you. It's of Satan. And therefore, we ask that you, Lord, bring it about in your word to show people that they are not to believe that they're to move only when they're moved uh, by some supernatural spiritual power of yours. We all that are uh, filled with your spirit, we feel your spirit all the time, but we're to obey your word. Your word is first and foremost, you value your word and honor your word higher than your name. 
Therefore, I ask you, Lord, that you get this point into people's brains, because if they're waiting for instructions from you, they have the whole Bible to follow instructions with. Uh, the commandment is there, and uh, we are not that special where we're going to get a special second and third and fourth anointing from you to do what the Bible says that we're supposed to do. So I pray that everybody will get that uh, message and begin working for you because Satan is working 24 hours, seven days a week, and um, we there has to be the work, the movement of the Lord, the obedience of the word of your people's uh, to obey your word. And Lord, I ask that you do that and rebuke Satan. Um, I rebuke Satan in the blood of Jesus and in the name of Jesus. Lord, uh, let not be, there be any uh, interruptions in this program from Satan. And open up great and mighty doors for us. Send in finances, because it's commanded of you that people give us finances so we can get the word of God out in these last few hours revealed in Revelation that we're going to live on earth. We won't get another chance to do it. Oh, Lord, I ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone says, Amen. Well, if a lot of people don't believe that we're feeding and clothing and housing people, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. We just don't, uh, we're not supposed to tell of the good works that we're doing, because then uh, there would be no blessing whatsoever on us. So, anyway, I have a song here that I just recently recorded with the Prague Symphony Orchestra and the choir, uh, the life choir of H.P. Barnum. He arranged and conducted this. What a friend we have in Jesus. Jesus is my friend because he showed me that he existed. He showed me there was a heaven and a hell, and he delivered me from hell. He showed me the way, that he was the way, the truth, and the life. No one can take his place. What a friend we have in Jesus. Sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often pain we bear, oh, because we do not carry, we do not carry everything, everything to God in prayer. Every 
Praise the Lord. Listen, you know, we're living in the very last days. Uh, chapter 15 of Revelation starts out by saying, And I saw another sign, a sign in heaven, great and marvelous. It's big, huge, huge and marvelous uh, to marvel at. Seven angels having the seven last plagues. So there won't be any more plagues from God because these are the seven last ones. And I'm so glad that the Lord called me in these last days uh, to um, sound the alarm, so to speak, to the people of this world uh, about that this is it. There's no more. Tis not so sweet as it was before having the seven last plagues. In other words, we're not going to be plagued by the Lord anymore? No, uh, you people, because these are the seven last ones. As soon as they're over, the end of time is over. 
for in these last plagues, it says here, there is filled up, there is filled up the wrath of God. People are going to know that Jesus and that um, who is God and that God, who is also Jesus, is uh, not sweet Jesus to those of you that don't repent. He's the God of wrath. Uh, and he's going to, these last seven plagues are filled up uh, with the wrath of God. Filled up to the brim. Isn't that something? And, and I saw as it were a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast, this is the one world government, because they're really turning the screws on people now. And uh, this is the uh, patience of the saints. They're really giving it to us now, the people on earth. And so we're expected to get victory over the beast. Now, the beast is the one world government. And the beast is headed by the great whore, uh, which is the uh, Roman Catholic cult, because the Roman Catholic cult controls the beast, the government, all the governments of the world, which is really boiling down now and has been for quite some time. It's just the one world government uh, and the, um, it's the Antichrist. So we have to have victory over the beast and over his image. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, his image, an image is something that uh, comes over, uh, like you could say, you look in a mirror and there's your image. And if you are looking at television and you agree with one of the parties, either the Democrats or the Republicans, then you're looking in there and you're agreeing with the beast. You don't have victory over him because the image on television is telling you not what the truth is, but they're telling their version or their um, uh, analysis of what's going on in the world. And they're carnal. They're not saved. They don't have the spirit of God and they don't know what's right or wrong. And you're agreeing with them with their opinion of what's right and wrong, rather than God's truth of what is right and wrong. And so, um, and those that had, uh, we are there that uh, have gotten the victory over the beast and over his image that he's planting in your mind on television and in the mass media. This is the voice of Satan that is uh, mesmerizing you or hypnotizing you with uh, fallacy, with opinions, with uh, some uh, satanic people's opinions. It has nothing to do with God, exact opposite. And we have to get victory over the beast, this one world government, and over his image, and over his mark. And over the number of, see, now his mark is, if you receive uh, democracy, which is a dictatorship or republicanism, that's dictatorship also. 
satanic dictatorship is what I'm talking about here, is what the Bible is talking about. We have to have victory over every other thing, everything that is not God. We have to have victory in Jesus, in the word of God. All right, so his mark and over his number of his name, his mark and over the number of his name. This all began um, not long ago. It's been going on um, for quite a while, but the eternity is forever. And so that's what we need to work toward, is an eternity in the kingdom of heaven. And so uh, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. All right. And they sang this new song, which is the song of Moses. And then we're going on now to um, chapter 16. And I heard a great voice, verse 1, and the t- um, out of the temple of God in heaven, saying to the seven angels, dictating to, commanding them, This voice coming out of the temple is commanding these seven angels with the seven last plagues. Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. Well, what the, what is this? You know, people say, what the devil? No, folks, this is not the devil. And this is not Mother Nature. This is the Lord God Almighty that's going to uh, push you up against the wall and uh, run you up a tree. But if you've already taken in your heart the mark of the beast, uh, there's not going to be any relief for you. And the first angel went and poured out his vial of the wrath of the living God now, remember, upon the earth, and there uh, fell... A noisome, it's got a noise to it, and grievous sore upon men, which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. You worship TV. You know, some people, you can't break away from the uh, the boob tube, right? You can't get away from TV. And uh, this is where you're uh, being... Um, sorely misled and the Lord's going to let you know that uh, you're sorely misled because he's going to pour upon you um, all those that worshipped the image of the beast now we read the image what the image was yesterday and what an image is and that's uh, yourself in a mirror or uh, you want to come here and read that again do you have it handy Okay, Yvonne's coming forward here, and she'll tell you what an image is. Read the same thing you did the other day, because this is so important, because these are the seven last plagues, folks. Amen? And there isn't anything more important in the world uh, for you to know as these plagues. So go ahead and read it right into this part here. An image, a reproduction or imitation of the form of a person or thing especially an imitation in solid form, statue, the optical counterpart of an object produced by an optical device as a lens or mirror, or an electronic device. 
a visual representation of something, as a likeness of an object produced on a photographic material, a picture produced on a electronic display, as a television or computer screen. Yeah, the image has come across, folks, and you don't have victory over the image, and God is pouring out His last, uh, His wrath. Uh, with these seven last plagues, and uh, is it more? Yes, um, exact likeness, semblance. God created man in His own image, Genesis one twenty-seven. A personly, strikingly like another person. She is the image of her mother. Yeah, and you, uh, the Lord wants us to be in His likeness and image. That's what He built us for. And uh, when I saw the Lord, he looked just like one of us. Uh, he was more handsome than uh, anyone I've ever seen. Doesn't have, he does not have long, stringy, blonde hair. He has black, curly hair. And he has um, black eyes. He's a Jew. And anything else here? A tangible or visible representation, incarnation, the image of filiable devotion, um, an illusory form, apparition, a mental picture or impression of something had a negative body image of herself, a mental conception held in common by members of a group and symbolic of a basic attitude and orientation. Yeah, okay, that's good enough. In other words, this satanic beast... This government has the image of the whore. The whore tells her what uh, this beast is what to do. It mentions that the whore, the great whore, is riding on the back of this beast. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, commanding the seven angels. Now this, if this is not, if this is not a commandment, I don't know what it is. He says, "Go your ways." And pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. Well, wait a minute, God. I thought you was just all lovey-dovey. Going to pour out the vials of wrath on this planet that we're living on right now? Yes, that is what God is saying to these seven angels. And you can see some of it happening today. And the verse was poured out, okay, and the first vial of God's wrath was poured out, uh, poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon men, which had the mark of the beast. In other words, they received the image, and upon them which worshipped his image. The image that he's portraying. The image is, I can, I own your children. Now, God doesn't say that. This beast, this one world government says that. That you don't have any jurisdiction over your own children. As a matter of fact, they're making laws now to where it's a sin to send your children, to keep your children at home and teach them the word of God. And they're making the word of God to where it's evil. Now, the top people in the world, the top prophets of the world, many of them were polygamists. And they're trying to make that 
people like Reverend, quote, Reverend Hagee, is trying to make polygamy, which is of God. But Moses was a polygamist. Abraham was. Uh, Jacob was. He had four wives. Psalmist David was. Uh, Solomon was. It just goes on. And uh, they're saying that homosexuality is all right, which is absolutely forbidden by the Lord. And therefore, you've received the image of that homosexuality is okay, and you've even allowed yourself to be part of that image. You've turned into lesbians and homosexuals, uh, things that are vile in God's eyes, and that's why he's pouring. You didn't get victory over the beast or his image. You've taken it on. You've taken on the same image instead of the image and likeness of the Lord Jesus. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of dead men. Because you people in the world are dead. Uh, worldly people are dead in their sins and trespasses. You know, I could go over the book of Revelation uh, so many times, and every time the Lord will bring something out of it that I didn't cover before. But it's there. It's already written. And every living soul, every, I mean, that's everyone, died in the sea. Because, you know, it's uh, just dead man's blood out there. And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of waters, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say to the Lord, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and wast and shalt be, uh, because thou hast judged this way. For they have shed the blood of saints. You've attacked saints, you bastards out there. You've made war against us, and we have this, uh, and we're the Lord's people. For you have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood. And God, you have given them blood to drink, for they are worthy to drink dead men's blood. The Lord's going to take care of you for sure. All you government agents that think you've got it made, there's going to be a noise, some grievous sore come upon you. Other things uh, that I read before, yesterday and the day before, is going to come upon you, and uh, you're going to pray to die. You're going to cry out, and God is going to torture you right here on earth so everybody can see that his word is true. Okay, uh, um, even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. This is a judgment of God. God's judgment is right. You think it's not? Well, it doesn't make any difference. You're still going to have to stand judgment. You're still going to have to go through this fire, this fuego. Okay? So plan for it. Now, I'm going to go uh, over here to uh, chapter 17. Because uh, I did the other. You have to refer back to it. 
And there came uh, one of the seven angels which had the seven vials and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great prostitute, the great whore that sitteth. Now, this whore is the Vatican. She's the mother of every abominable sin, and abomination happens to be very vile sins, the vilest of sins which God hates. So God hates, and he's not going to go to your hate management schools because you antichrist bastards, a bastard is a person that doesn't have God for their father, you're going to have to uh, pay. Now he says, Come hither, and I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore. She's not just a great whore, but she's grande, big and fat, and sloppy, and drunken with the blood of the saints. Great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Now I told you that the many waters are the seven seas of waters everywhere in the world. She is the one world government, the United Nations. And it's people from other nations, of course, that have uh, are represented there. Uh, the people of the United States were not that um, smart to stay out of the UN or the one world government and to stay away from her uh, idea of what smart is and not smart at all. Okay. Uh, with whom the kings of the earth, okay, the judgment of the great whore that sitteth on many waters, she just rules the whole world, with whom the kings of the earth, every one of the countries are represented in the UN, have committed fornication against God. They just, that's Mary, man with man, women with women. <clears throat> they have committed fornication with, and let's murder babies, it's okay. And if anyone has more than two children over in China, uh, they're severely punished. And they can even put people to death for it, they say. And the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk. I mean, it was hard to receive this garbage, but uh, all of a sudden, it just uh, they got used to it. Uh, it uh, started wearing on them, and they started receiving. They were drunk with the wine of her fornication. Uh, so he carried me away uh, by the Spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast. Now, scarlet color, uh, scarlet is the color of the Vatican, purple and scarlet, gold, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And this woman was arrayed in purple, see, scarlet and purple, it's uh, color, and decked with gold. This is the Vatican. I went uh, to a place in Venice. It was one of the big cathedrals of this great whore. 
and even the walls were lined with gold. People are starving to death in the world, and they're lining their walls with gold and precious stones and pearls having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornications. Now, I'm going to go to where we left off. Uh, two verses before we left off. Verse 16. And the ten horns uh, which thou sawest upon the beast, the, these, these are the European governments, the ten European governments, because she has to rule over everybody. Uh, every country, and there's uh, ten countries here that are going to get upset with her because they're listening to my programs. Ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore. They're going to hate the Vatican. And this is coming up, folks. That's why the Lord says to come out of that whore, the Roman Catholic cult, and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. So the Vatican is over with. Uh, we're just going a little ahead here in time. It's on its last legs, folks. Verse 17, For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will. What is his will? It's uh, to the, the, uh, that they should uh, hate the Vatican and this whore and make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God, verse 17, has put in their hearts to fulfill his will. So it's the will of the Lord that the Vatican be burnt. So, of course, that cult couldn't be of the Lord because it's God's will to burn her and strip her naked. And so he put it in their hearts, these ten European nations, to fulfill God's will and to agree with God and their kingdom unto uh, and give uh, their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. Verse 18, And the woman which thou saw is that great city. Now there's no other city greater than Rome. Bigger than Rome. Uh, because you can look at that city and it looks like it took a uh, hundred thousand years to build it because it's so exceptionally beautiful. So this, uh, he showed John this big city, is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. My, my, my. Isn't that so? Why do you think that when the Pope comes into the United States that the media is just filled with this reprobate's image and making you believe that this leader of the great whore is something special? Well, it is special. It's made to be burnt. Now, chapter 18. And after these things I saw 
another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. Verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, let's talk about mystery Babylon here, the great is fallen. Is, and he repeats it to make it double sure that you know that this damnable Vatican is fallen. It's over. The fun is over for these reprobates. Saying Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. What's a hateful bird? A bat, a cormorant, a bittern, a vulture. All these. Verse 3, for all nations have drunk. It's a one world government. All nations are drinking and have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. What's the wrath of her fornication? That's attacking Christians, burning the people up at Waco. Uh, the filthy, evil devils. I mean, they're just the most filthy people on earth. Uh, and all the other things of, uh, that you see, this uh, homosexual, pedophile, these uh, priests that have had sexual relationships with preteen boys and girls. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. They're not prosecuting her because they're afraid of her. They are... Uh, they know that this image keeps coming across on television and they're afraid to attack with the word of God. And the um, merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Well, yeah, she controls all the government agencies, commerce, food, transportation, you can transport food uh, and uh, all sorts of merchandise from different countries because she's in charge and she lets it happen and she's breaking the United States. So the, uh, this, and John, the apostle John said, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, come out of this cult. Come out of here. It's a commandment, you people. My people. If you're the Lord's people, come out of there before you have to partake in what's going to happen to her. That ye be not partakers of her sins. And that ye receive not of her plagues. Well, another thing, too, is she's uh, is penetrating to people. We have to worship Mary. You have to worship Mary. You, this is really antagonizing God because there's only one that you should worship. Thou should worship the Lord God and him only shall you worship and pray to him. You brain damaged people out there. My God, why don't you read the word of God? Verse five, 
for her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her sins, her iniquities. Verse 6. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works in the cup which she hath filled full. She has filled to this uh, uh, father, filled to her double. Verse 7. How much she has glorified herself through her media in the government. Oh, she's just glorifying herself. God doesn't glorify her. He hates her. And lived deliciously so much uh, torment and sorrow give her. For she has said in her heart, I sit a queen and am uh, no widow and shall see no sorrow. Well, that's what she's saying. This Vatican says, we don't receive uh, any condemnation from secular powers. Our priests are not going to court and being punished for being homosexuals and for um, molesting these little boys and girls. And uh, so uh, you're not going to see any sorrow, eh? Is that right? All right. Okay, we'll see. God says so, and God is truthful. Verse 8. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day. And you don't know what day is going to happen. It's going to happen soon. That's for sure. Death is going to happen to you in mourning and famine. You're so used to eating sumptuously. And she shall be utterly burned with fire for strong is the Lord God who judges her verse 9 and the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her oh my god they'll lament for her they'll weep for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning it's all over. The comedy's over, kids. It's finished. Verse 10. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, Rome, is falling again. That mighty city. For in one hour is thy judgment come. Well, this uh, bastard... Uh, city and this bastard cult has been having a ball for years. Yeah, really having a big time ball. And all of a sudden, when the Lord gets enough of her, he puts her away in one hour. One hour is thy judgment come. Verse 11. And the merchants of the earth, oh my God, shall weep and mourn over her for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. No one's going to buy that garbage. It's garbage. All these stores like Walmarts and all of them, they look so big and powerful today. Uh, all the big chains and all that. Yeah, nobody's going to buy your garbage. 
because you've taken the wealth of hardworking people and given it to China, Japan, and other countries in trying to make a waste of us. But don't you realize all everybody's going to be wasted who, that have taken this image, this mark of the beast? You can't get away with it. You certainly are brainwashed, brain damaged. Verse 12. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't believe this. And the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and the pearls and fine linen, all these things, and purple and silk and scarlet and all um, uh, thine wood and all manner of vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble all these things that these people now all these uh and cinnamon verse 13 and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and uh, slaves and souls of men. Now you've had all that. Verse 14, And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. Souls of men and little kids too. You've, de you've destroyed the souls of little children. And all this is departed from you, and all things which were dainty and goodly for you uh, homosexuals are departed from thee, and thou shalt uh, find them no more at all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, verse 15. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall uh, stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. These are even presidents. You couldn't even be a president or anybody really big in government unless you were buying of her garbage, her image. Verse 16, saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was uh, clothed in fine linen, and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and, uh, and pearls. Verse 17, For in one hour so great riches is come to nothing, and every shipmaster and all the company in ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of this whore burning this cult, Roman Catholic cult, saying, What city is like unto this great city? Well, it's burnt to the ground. It's nothing anymore. In verse 19, and they cast dust on their heads, like that's going to help, and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were 
when were made rich all the uh, that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. It's like a desert. Verse 20. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Praise the Lord. Verse 21. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city, Babylon, mystery Babylon, be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Thank God, because this weasel has uh, persecuted and murdered Christians. Verse 22, in the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpets, trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. Um, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. No more grinding of wheat or anything like that. Okay, now then, let's see. So, uh, right now I'm going to stop here. So, all right, uh, now it's time for us to be praying that... Uh, God will make you a person that will be rejoicing over this satanic whore, this beast, and this false prophet, uh, and this media that uh, exalts this whore and the beast. Now, the reason that people are so happy that she's destroyed is because they're Christians. No one else will be... Uh, rejoicing with us, just Christians. So, uh, hopefully uh, you will choose to be one of uh, us because her time is over with. The world is finished and it's going to happen suddenly without, or you've got warning from the Word of God and you better believe the Word of God. It's over. And all you people that uh, don't worship the Lord 100%, that call yourself Christians, you better get busy working for the Lord. And there's so many needs in our church. And we're the, I'm the one, and the, I believe the only one that uh, is telling you these things. And if you will not support us, you're going to be uh, destroyed also yourself because... Um, uh, you're siding with the Antichrist, the beasts. This is all given its power by Satan. And you don't want the word of God to get out, and so therefore you don't send in your tithes and offerings. You're robbing God, but you send tithes and offerings to Antichrist, supposed to be churches. Well, I would say to you, repent or perish. You're going to repent or perish. 
All right, those of you that don't, uh, that want to be part of those that are going to be rejoicing when this Antichrist regime is over with, which is any minute now, say this prayer so you can be saved and rejoice with us. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Father God, Holy Spirit, wash all my former filthy sins in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just praise and thank the Lord, and share and tell everybody how to receive a copy of this tape or CD, number 770. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Oh, I thank God. Rejoice over her. This cult, this Roman Catholic cult with its Roman canon, evil law. Rejoice over thou heaven and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you of her. All right, so um, this is World Pastor Tony Law. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for another. Uh, I just love to dwell on the word. It's just I love to consume it. Let it sink into my soul. Tune in tomorrow so you can hear the conclusion, or we're getting close to the end of the book of Revelation, so you won't want to miss this. And here I am to sing um, with uh, a bunch of newly saved Christians years ago out of their orchestra and choir, which was ours. We won every one of these people to the Lord. And I'm singing, When Jesus Comes. They're not professional musicians, so, you know, overlook that. Just think of the words. Jesus came and
say.